Welcome spooks and spirits, ghouls and ghosts. Take a seat around the campfire. But beware, this podcast is haunted. Just saying. I'm like in my head now. All right, hang on. That's the, that's the intro. Hello, everyone. <laughs> no. <you're kidding. laughs> oh, why do I even talk to you? I'm going to quit this show. Don't you dare. I'm going to my trailer. <laughs> Don't follow me. Don't follow me. Andre, follow me. <laughs> okay. We have, an, we have an imaginary intern named Andre now. <laughs> All right. So, hi, everybody. Hi, hi, hi. This is Kate. That's Jen. <laughs> yeah. Let's, I mean, yeah. At this point, let's fucking do this. Right? Like, we're just going to fucking do the show. Yeah. Uh, so, guys, we are doing all listener shows today uh, because it's been Jen a and fucking I. fucking week. It, well, your parents came in from New York. Yeah. My parents were here recently. I'm having a small surgery on Tuesday. Very, very small. Going to be totally fine. Um, in fact, by the time you hear this, it'll be over and I'll be back at work. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm doing two charities and you're... I'm st- I'm, on, trying I'm starting out- week three of my job. Yeah. So, so, guys, I'm so sorry, but we basically let content week get away from us between mm-hmm. all of that. And Scheduling, so, honestly. It's just like we're so... Yeah, we just couldn't make it... We couldn't mesh our schedules. This was the only night and we couldn't make it work with research. So we are doing listener stories. Yep. Everyone's favorite. Everybody's favorite. Yeah. Uh, we really appreciate you guys sending in your stories. We're going to go through a couple tonight um, because uh, you are our support. You are yeah. our failsafe. You are the wind beneath our wings. You are the wind beneath our wings. Mm. Mm. Fuck, I love Ben Midler. Mm. Yes. All right, so uh, should we jump right in? Let's or get rolling. Let's, oh, hang on. I'm sorry. One thing. Uh, guys, uh, just a really quick shout out. I was at Comic-Con over the weekend and I made a new friend. His name is Kyle. And new friends. New friends. He's very tall. Oh. I like that. Oh. That's not the reason we're friends. Oh. He's also super cool. Yes. And he loves board games like I love board games. Yeah, same. So he's actually trying to start a board game bar in Shit. Grand Rapids. This is this, this is, is extremely gay. It's exactly what we need, yeah. right? Yeah. So if everybody wants to go out and support Games on Tap Grand Rapids, mm. uh, right now they're doing like board game pop-up events. They're doing parties. They'll go to any of our billion breweries yeah and uh, there's one on every corner they're opposite the church <laughs> that's on you every cannot corner. swing a dead cat in grand rapids without landing it in a tub of foam or a tub of holy water <laughs> yeah. yeah wait is holy water not foamy why is it foamy every time i touch it gross <laughs> all right so uh okay <laughs> Uh, the first thing I'm going to read to you guys uh, comes from Sylvina, which is a beautiful name. Mm. Uh, and I picked it because it talks about babysitting. I also was a very serious babysitter. I was not. I, I had one babysitter kid, basically. I had like 12, but really there were two who were like my babies. Mm. And like, well, Sienna, she's been on the show before. You guys all know Sienna. Um, so she and her older brother, Caleb, were... They're like my kids. Like, mm. they're not my kids. I didn't produce them. I never paid for them. I got paid to deal with them. But yeah. our love was special. Wow. <laughs> so anyway, we're jumping in uh, about babysitting. So Sil- Sylvina writes, first of all, I fucking love you guys. Aww. Thank you, boo. We love yeah. you too. Uh, let's jump right in. One night in my early 20s, I babysat three awesome kids of some family friends. The oldest was 11. 
Sorry, guys, that was a heater. <laughs> the oldest got the oldest was eleven. The middle kid was nine, and the youngest was a sweet but incredibly sassy five-year-old. The best, adorable, the best. My niece is six, and it's like she's got such a personality now, and it's the best. I love. She kids. just joined the Girl Scouts. <laughs> Tell her that when it's cookie season to hook me up. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. All right, so uh, the two older kids were allowed to stay up until around 9.30, 10 o'clock, while the youngest had an early bedtime of 8 o'clock to 8.30. After I shut her bedroom door, I stood in the hallway to FaceTime my long-distance boyfriend. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm going to give you a little bit of babysitter judgment there. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, I would keep your head in the game. <laughs> I babysat so hard I did not have boyfriends in high school. So, oh, well, you're in your 20s. Never mind. That's different. Yeah. Okay. So. She gets a pass. She gets a pass. Also, who the fuck am I to judge? Like, I was. Oh, you had a boyfriend? You went solely devoted to your children, your charges? God, I'm a psychopath. Like an old-timey governess. Right. That's literally, yes, Mm. that was who I was. So she's FaceTiming her long-distance boyfriend, at the time when the two older kids watched TV in the living room. After chatting with him for like 30 minutes or so, I heard a tapping that sounded like fingernails or tiny five-year-old fingers on the other side of the door. (laughs) Annoyed that the youngest had woken up and was causing mischief, I asked my boyfriend to hold on while I put her back to bed. Please hold. Upon opening the door, I saw that she was in fact deep asleep. My first instinct was to check the rest of the room out as quietly as I could for any other sign of the kids playing a prank or even worse, a home intruder. Oh. oh. I worry about that all the time. Oh. Like. That would be my worst nightmare. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. It's terrifying. It's a terrifying oh. thing. Um, Worse than ghosts. I feel like if I oh. came to the conclusion that it was a ghost, I'd be like, oh, thank God. No, I think we've talked about this before. I'm significantly less worried about the supernatural than I am about, like, actual people. The natural? Yeah. Like, a ghost, I can't really do anything about. Like, I'll sage and send out some vibes. But, like, I'll have to actually stab a person. <laughs> and that's messy. Right. I'll I want to sure. clean that up. It's, I would. I always am wearing something cute. It would ruin my outfit. Yeah. Nobody wants that. <laughs> not that I'm not like, especially if I was with my kids. Not that I wouldn't do it. Mm. I would stab anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I came dangerously close to stabbing Dan on our first date. Yeah. So. I know. <laughs> Knives everywhere. Knives. It's still true in this house today. There are knives within six feet of me right now in the studio, Jen. Are you worried? Because you should be. (laughs) Anyway, let's get back to beautiful Sylvina. Yeah. Um, At worst... Tiny five-year-old fingernails. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like that. No, neither do I. So she says, after checking all the doors... Okay, there's only one door. And all the windows. Mm -hmm. All the windows were locked. Closets. Too small for anybody to hide in. Mm -hmm. And under all the beds, all clear, Mm. I left the room and told my boyfriend about the strange noise and gave him the address of the home in case he needed to call the police. That's actually really smart. Yeah. As I was leaving the room and shutting the door, the middle kid walked up to ask what was wrong. I explained that I thought I heard the youngest making noise, so I was checking that she was still asleep. I had just shut the door and we were all walking back to the living room when we heard three sharp raps on the door in quick succession. Mm The nine-year-old bolted to the living room to, and grabbed her brother while I texted the parents asking what their ETA was. Jesus when the 11-year-old got to the hallway, we were all standing around wondering what to do next when the bedroom door began to shake <gasps> like someone had grabbed the handle and was pushing and pulling on the door as hard as they could Oh my god! without actually twisting the handle. Is the five-year-old still in there? 
Oh, God, I think she is. I think she is. Oh, my God. It was loud. Even the boyfriend on the other end of the phone heard (gasps) it. Oh, my God. We all pushed past one another to get into the bedroom as quickly as we could, and the commotion finally woke up the youngest kid, who sat up sleepy and confused. Oh, that's some conjuring shit. Right? Fuck. The oldest kid calls his parents, who were thankfully already on their way home. Once they arrived, we all explained what happened. Even the boyfriend on FaceTime vouched for us mm-hmm. while the dad checked out the whole bedroom again. Also, can you imagine being the parents, though, and you're like, oh, your boyfriend on FaceTime <laughs> while you're watching our children? That's, you mm-hmm. know. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sophie. I don't blame the parents for being a little skeptical, yeah. especially since it was now almost two hours past their daughter's bedtime, and I was going on and on about strange noises in her room. All three kids are doing awesome to this day. Oh, thank God. Oh. And the family actually moved several months after that freaky incident. I tried to condense the story as much as I could. Sorry it was still so long. Silly. Girl, you have no, no idea. <laughs> um, one of our very favorite mom friends, she's like the mother of one of our friends, Yeah. sent us a four-page long Word document, and we're still going to read it. Like, we're really excited to read it. We just haven't found a day to work in it. You know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, wow, what a great story. Oh, my God. That has me completely on edge. That's so... Oh, God. <laughs> See, in instances like those, I always look to the dog. Well, provided there is a dog. What, Some there? houses, there isn't a dog. Yeah. Um, those are houses, not homes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, if if uh, I ever... I mean, our house was haunted. If I heard anything, I'd be like, oh, that's probably yeah, something upsetting. Yeah, i the door, like... I know, Shaking. but if like the dog was not there with us worried, then it's not really a problem. That's my theory, and I'm going to oh, hold on oh, to oh, it. Oh, okay, so you're using the dog as like a, as, like, a, a barometer. Rod. Yeah, <laughs> or whatever piece of, you know, e- weather e- equipment. EVP equipment. <laughs> yeah, uh, so just that's my rule of thumb. If the pets aren't upset, neither am I. <laughs> that's a good rule, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Look, look to the critters. Yeah. But you can't trust a bird. <laughs> yeah. Birds are upset all the time. They are. They live in cages. Who can blame them? They're assholes. True. I don't know if you know this, but actually all birds are racists. So (laughs) I don't know. I'm just talking shit now. Oh, okay. I just don't like birds. I was like, what is this really? There's a really great video of me going through a bird aviary, and I'm clearly upset the entire time. Like, birds are, like, flapping around and landing on me. Oh, no. It's not magical. I am upset. Listen, if you've ever walked through... An area where there are uh, red, red wing, red black wing blackbirds. Birds. They swoop. Those motherfuckers. Yeah, you should just carry a tennis racket and assholes. strike them from the sky. I have gotten struck by two different ones on two different occasions, and it's like you're just walking, mind your own goddamn business, and all of a sudden it's like someone whacks you on the back of the head, and yep. it's a freaking bird, and they're like, "Get out of my territory!" And it's not unlike us. On the frontier, and they're assholes. It's true. Yeah. Assholes all over the place. Get off my land. So, that's my first story. What's <laughs> so yours? Your, so, I, uh, I'm i only going to read one story because... Is I'm it like, a beefer? It is a beefer. We love that. Yeah. So I um, mean, like, we love it, but it takes us a while to get to them. So, like, don't... Listen, don't friends. be ashamed to write a long story, but also know that we do it's love, a time and a place instance. We, we, we love a good story, uh, but if you're sending us... A multi-page Word document. Kelly. <laughs> it's going to take us a minute, okay? Uh, so this is not even the longest one, but it, it is kind of a, a hefter. Yeah. So. Uh, 
Strap in, motherfuckers. Strap in. Get your snacks. Get your sneaky snacks together and settle in. <laughs> so the reason why I wanted to bring this story to you uh, is the title. Uh, it's called Footsteps in the Padlocked Attic. Love it. Uh, also, I enjoy the idea of anybody using a padlock on their attic. It says that ooh, dangerous things are afoot. Danger. Yeah. Um, and then... It's parenthetical in the Holy Land of Rochester, New York. <laughs> the Holy Land of Rochester, New York? It is, yeah. So uh, this is from Dee Dee, by the way. Uh, so thanks, Dee Dee. That young man talked to God. I'm he sorry. talked to God. I'm so sorry, everybody. It's going to be so hard to stop me it's now. It's going to come up again. Um, so Dee Dee writes, greeting spooky sisters. Hi, Dee Dee. Hi. <laughs> so let me preface this story with a little background on my relationship to the paranormal. I'm a little disappointed to say that despite being in a position that would supposedly leave me more open to paranormal experiences, I have yet to have to have anything happen that solidifies my belief yet. Growing up with archaeologists for parents. Cool. I like to joke that my father found my mother in a ditch. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I visited a bunch of supposedly haunted historical places such as Gettysburg, certifiably haunted. We should really do that one. Yeah. Uh, Valley Forge. We covered that one a little bit. We did. We touched on Valley Forge. Forge. Down there. Uh, and Jamestown. I assume Virginia, not, not my hometown, but you never know. <laughs> Listen, Pocahontas really confused me as a child. <laughs> Jamestown, but that's where I live. Pocahontas? <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, aside from a general spooky feeling, nothing ever happened to me. I was also a pretty sick child and almost died twice. What? But yes. have no cool otherworldly near-death experiences to show for it. Don't worry. I'm perfectly healthy now. Yay. Oh, that's good. All right. Health is wealth, babe. Yeah. Sorry. I read that on a mug once, but wow. it's true. <laughs> Uh, I once shared this with my friend's uncle, a self-proclaimed paranormal investigator, an alien abductee. Awesome. And he came up with this theory that I'm a, quote, a blocked, blocked antenna, end quote. Oh, okay. So, yeah, like, you're sense. not... Like, she receives, but there's a shield. Yeah. Well, that's good. Uh, he ex- it can be, but it can also be debilitating. Mm. Yeah. Uh, he explained that although I'm one of those types of people that attract paranormal energy, something must have happened to me when I was a kid that freaked me out so badly, I basically said, fuck this, and cut myself off from any future experiences. Relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, Smart to an extent. Yeah. Uh, basically, I'm a master of the whole mind over paranormal matter thing. Now, he could tell some damn enticing stories about his personal paranormal experiences, but he is also a heavy substance abuser, and we all know what kind of tricks that shit can play on your mind. So even though the theory is interesting, I was highly skeptical. That was until I stayed in the top floor of a turn-of-the-century home in the holy land of Rochester, Rochester, New York. York. Uh, (laughs) Thank you for indulging that. Yeah, thank you. Um, I was in college at the time and was planning to stay in the area over summer break to work on my capstone project. My two friends, E and S, and girlfriend at the time, R, had just signed the lease on a four-bedroom apartment, and there was a small room that no one wanted to use, so they let me sublet it from them. Although the lease started on May 1st, all of us didn't have to leave our student housing until the 23rd, so the apartment sat vacant for the first few weeks we had it. Uh, I was super stressed out with finals and some roommate drama in the place I was staying in, so R collected me, her laptop, and a crap ton of pillows and blankets and drove us to a 
the place that was going to be our new home so we could decompress. That's going to be... That is nice. What a good thought. Oh, my God. What is on me? Tiny spider, but nevertheless a spider. (laughs) Jesus. I just thought, like, crawling. I really appreciate you saving my life in that moment. Uh You were so brave. Yeah. I, like, almost didn't want to, but then I was like, I can't expect you you to do that. (laughs) No. That's right in my blind spot. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, everybody. No, I'll just cut that out. (laughs) No, I think that's actually probably a good moment. Okay. Real, okay. Real world, world spookiness. Like right. when that time the the door fucking <laughs> opened. Or your shingles popped in the cold. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Okay. God, uh, we suck. Sorry guys, go ahead. We're so professional. <laughs> <laughs> so she says the entrance to the apartment was on the first floor and opened up to a stairwell that went straight up to a landing. You then took a right up a smaller flight of stairs to another door, which opened up to a semicircular foyer. We were <laughs> so close to not saying it white trashy. <laughs> foyer. I cannot deny my roots. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, to a, to a, a foyer we refer to as the nexus because it connected all the rooms of the apartment. Oh, cute. That's a cute name. Yeah. Uh, starting from the left was a bedroom that would become ours, a closet, a living room, our roommate S used for their room, my bedroom, the kitchen, the, the bathroom, my friend E's room, and then a door that led to another stairway that took you up to the attic. The attic itself had another bathroom we could use and two doors that were padlocked shut. Mm, it's a bad sign. The landlord said that he had done this because the rooms were unfinished. Okay. I mean... In what way? Mm-hmm. Unfinished portal to the netherworld. No, I don't <laughs> guess. I mean, I kind of get that. When I was living at the barn, they had rooms that they had padlocked shut, but that was because they that's like their summer home, and so that was where they put all their personal stuff. Um, so, sure. I mean, okay. I guess there's various reasons why you'd be like, it's fine, just don't go in this room, and we're just going to padlock it just so that you don't accidentally go in there or I guess. on purpose go in there. I don't know. Yeah. It does send a, a certain vibe. It, just like padlocks inside homes doesn't say good things to me. Yeah, it's not like it's just like early, most inviting. Early modern sex dungeon is automatically what I think of. Ooh. Like, oh, okay, you've got something going on in there that I shouldn't see, but kind of want to see. Can you open it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like Belle in that way. I'm like Belle in a lot of ways. Don't go in the West Wing. <laughs> well, I'm gonna. Yeah. Well, Don't touch the flower. Mm, try to stop I me. wasn't going to, but now that you mention it, I have to. <laughs> right. I was just going to stay in this library forever, but then you had to be a dick. Yeah. Uh, anyway, where was I? Although, in fairness, she didn't know about the library then. That's true. Out of order. Yeah. Uh, so the doors are padlocked because allegedly the rooms are unfinished. Um, I thought this was strange at the time, but E assured me it was fine. She was the one who dealt with the landlord. Okay, I get that. Uh, So R and I got all cuddly and comfy in her room and began watching a movie. As you do. As one does. Uh, We had only been there a half hour or so when I told R to pause the movie because I thought I heard something. Mm. Uh, She did, and we waited in silence for a moment until, sure enough, we heard footsteps in the house. Without weird noises, old empty homes at night are creepy enough. True. So I wasn't about to yell ghost and get the fuck out until I had investigated. Uh, we left her room, and since it was now dark out, went to turn on all the lights in the house. 
We heard the footsteps again, and it sounded like they were coming from above S's room, which was because of fucking course, <laughs> right below one of the padlocked rooms. <laughs> Shit. <gasps> Uh, and because I grew up with Victorian literature and the Bronte sisters, my first thought was, holy shit, our landlord has Bertha locked in the attic. Right? <laughs> yes. Yes. That is some Jane Eyre shit. She's going to burn your house down. Um, yeah. Because R grew up in a haunted home, her first thought was, holy shit, I better not be living with another fucking ghost. <laughs> so my first thought, just as like a woman of the world, I was like, oh no, he's got like a sex slave or like... I don't know, some sort of, like, trafficking victim locked in there. Yeah. Or, like, he's hanging out in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Creeping on people. Creeping and, on people. Yeah. So, could be any number of things. What um, we're saying, guys, is that the entire universe is terrifying. Yeah. So, keep an eye out, I guess. Uh, okay. We both went up to the attic to investigate, but it wasn't much help because those doors were fucking locked. Uh, one of the rooms, however, had a small hole in the wall where a light fixture once hung. So R peeked through. Fuck, I think I saw something move. She no. whisper shouted. No, no, no. <gasps> Get out. Oh, gosh. Get uh, out. Oh. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, that was enough for us. So we ran back downstairs, uh, grabbed our shit, and got out of there. As we drove away... I looked up to the window of that same room, and although I didn't see anything, I had this overwhelming sense that something was looking down at us. <sighs> After our, our experience, we promptly told E and said that we didn't want to move in until we could see what was in those locked rooms. She spoke with the landlord, who said he thought it might have been bats, which I responded with, not unless they're the Dracula kind. <laughs> I, I love a sass under pressure. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Bats don't uh, make footsteps. <laughs> that is true. That is something that they are not known to do. Uh, but he kindly unlocked the doors so we could check it out. E also suggested that because the apartment was empty, the footsteps could have come from the neighbors downstairs, and the weird echoing just made it seem like they came from elsewhere. Maybe, I guess. Ah, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I guess I can't specifically rule that out, but... Right. Mm, but also... Mm, dubious. <laughs> <laughs> that weekend, R and I went back to the house during daylight hours. The first room, the one with the hole in the wall, was just a regular old empty room with a ceiling and the same window that I had looked up to. In the daylight, it was not nearly as menacing. Also, the floor wasn't finished, so walking in it wasn't really an option. Not that that would stop a ghost. What does that mean, the floor was unfinished? Like, I... Like, it was just joists? Yes. Yeah, maybe. Maybe hmm. the floorboards were missing or broken. Hmm. Um, that I mean, is very interesting. Because then what made the footsteps at all? Exactly. Very unsettling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the next room was definitely creepier. When you entered it, uh, it opened up so you could see the beams of the roof coming together about 10 or so feet above the ground. Uh, I was weirded out by this room and just had a dull feeling that there was something watching us from my right-hand corner. Of course, there was nothing there. To add to the creepiness, our landlord had put these little black boxes that emitted a high-frequency noise to keep bats away. Oh. Oh, okay. I was like, what are they for? Clever. 
Yeah, that's, that is actually a good idea. Despite all that, my curiosity overcame my fear and I suggested R go back downstairs while I walked around up there to see if it sounded like what we had experienced the other night. As she came back up the stairs, she said, it sounds exactly the same as the other, <laughs> but other dot, dot, dot. She stopped speaking when she reached the threshold to the room. I was, the room I was in and stood stock still. Her eyes went wide and were fixed on a space off to the right and I bit in front of where I stood. <laughs> uh, R, are you okay? I asked. I had followed her line of sight but saw nothing. She stood like that for another moment until her eyes slowly went back to me. Did you see, did you not see that? She asked. What? I responded skeptically. I totally thought she was fucking with me. That... I don't know, misty shape. It was like right there. She gestured to the space. <laughs> uh, yeah, right, I said. I, I was waiting for her to say something along, along the lines of, gotcha, but I could tell by the look on her face that she was being serious. <gasps> I can't believe you didn't see it. Unfortunately, I can't reflect her intonation that, through writing, but what I will say is that I'm convinced that R was convinced she saw something. She definitely seemed spooked, and she had never been one to lie before. <sighs> we told our roommates the story, and they were weary, but we had already uh, signed the lease. Weary? Weary? I don't know. Weary. Probably weary. Yeah. Uh, so we Not event- that it matters at all. No. Uh, so we eventually moved in, and although there were odd noises at first, they were nothing that we couldn't have just... There were nothing that couldn't have just been attributed to the house settling, and eventually even that became less frequent. We later learned that the house used to be a synagogue. How interesting. Yeah. Um, I should note that the feeling I get supposedly haunted, the feeling I get at supposedly haunted places is not very different from the feeling I get at sacred sites or places of worship. So this is enough to put my mind at ease. Yeah, I mean, that's a very different, like, I mean, if it's... Right, compared to, like, like a synagogue versus a normal home mm-hmm. would have a different energy. Yeah. And even if you convert... So one of my friends, uh, we call her Corky, her parents bought a church and converted into a beautiful home. Beautiful. Um, and it still feels like a church. Yeah. Like, when you're in it, you're like, oh, this is a church I'm in. <laughs> so, yeah. It still has that sacred space energy, even though, you know, there's the pews are gone and the altar's gone and the, the crosses are all gone. That's interesting. They did keep the stained glass, but who wouldn't, you know? Right. There's an apartment building in Heritage Hill that, like, is made from an old church. And, yeah, I always wonder what it would be like to live there. It's There are some beautiful converted churches. If you get a chance to look at For the Love of Old Houses on Facebook, mm-hmm. if you search for the Grand Haven Converted Church... Uh, to the corner of 7th mm-hmm. and, no, 6th, possibly 6th, 6th and Washington. And it was recently for sale, so you can see the uh, pictures of inside. And it's it's a beautiful conversion. Mm-hmm. I think it used to be an Episcopalian church. I can't remember. That sounds appropriately fancy. It's it's really beautiful. Okay. So. Anyway. Oh, I'm sorry. Done. Um, if there was anything supernatural going on, I think it was residual energy that was sparked from the changing over of tenants. Uh, once the house got used to us, the activity stopped. However, my roommates refused to go up to the attic alone. It never really bothered me, so I was fine up there by myself. It had meant, or it meant that I had the, the beautiful clawfoot tub 
uh, bathtub in the bathroom up there all to myself. <laughs> Worth it. I mean, that sounds amazing. <laughs> my my whole dream for home ownership, which I uh, have not achieved yet with my current house, uh, is to have a bathtub that's worthy of a bath bomb. <laughs> someday i know exactly what you mean like it's just i've always had like kind of shitty bathtubs yeah and like my my house is a fine house it's not Mm -hmm. but the bathrooms are nothing special yeah uh so i've never purchased a bath bomb because i'm not going to take a bath in a bathtub like that like i'm i'm already kind of so-so on baths but like i feel like most of it is because i've never had a bathtub that's like yeah i want to spend an hour in this right (laughs) like Right, for uh, sure. Yeah, anyway. Um, also, whenever there was a weird noise in the house, I would joke that it was the ghost, to which my roommate E would respond vehemently, there is no ghost in this house. I refuse. Uh, it became a ritual which would help us laugh off any uneasy feelings. I eventually moved out, but E and S still live there and have not reported anything ever since. However, when I went to visit them again just last summer, two years after living there, I looked up into that attic window and that creeping feeling that someone was looking back down Ooh. on me was still there. Uh, I just want to say I love the show. Every time I listen, I wish I could sit with both of you over a cup of tea and talk museums, history, and ghosts. You ladies seem lovely, and I wish you all the best of luck in your endeavors. Can't wait to hear more. Best, Dee Dee. Dee Dee, thank you. <sighs> oh, I, I really want to go. I really want to go to her apartment and look in those windows. Yeah. Mm. Oh, okay. really well written. Thanks, Dee Dee. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this one's from Allie, Allie C. Uh, we know Allie from the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Um, Hello, spooky bitches. Ah, the best. Yes. The best. Yes, I that's an appropriate I, greeting. Right? I hope when I die, my like tombstone reads like, wife, daughter, spooky, spooky bitch. <laughs> that would be... I'll make sure that happens for you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you for acknowledging that I'm going to die first because I refuse to let... Uh, I'm, I'm next. You don't get to go. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. So, <laughs> hello. That was so dark. Yeah. Uh, whatever. It's fine. I mean, we acknowledge mortality on this show. We like, do. We're all going to die someday. Can't wait. It seems restful right now. <laughs> There's been, dude, every like couple of weeks in grad school, I would have this thought of like, if I die, I won't have to finish this project. <laughs> and that is dark, but accurate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, existence is a prison. So yeah, when you're when you start feeling like, oh, God, that will just be the most relaxing thing to be dead. <laughs> I, I think I will feel differently come when you're December 21st mm. I have project 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 yes and then December 21st happens <gasps> and then you get to I take get, a break and you well I just get to be normal for a while yeah. I get to have not extra projects okay and like sure oh I, I thought know. this was like a Christmas thing no. but no just a work schedule thing yeah okay because I, mean, I just had this like first of all Congratulations to all my classmates who are experiencing what it's like to not be in school for the first time in their lives. Like to all of I them. had five years of this, and then I went back to school, and it was hell, and now I'm back out. And it's, like, the most amazing feeling to not have homework. But, like, I especially want you all to cherish, cherish. Uh, like you want to take that line again? No, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I'm good at talking. Um, cherish this Thanksgiving 
and Christmas where you can actually like fucking relax and like not have to do homework and not be super stressed out. Like it's the most wonderful feeling. Yeah, that seems really nice. Yeah. <laughs> that seems like a good thing. I'm really excited for you guys. Yeah. I uh I'm sure I'll go back to not being st- like I'm normally pretty chill. Mm-hmm. I'm not a high anxiety person. Mm-hmm. But I bit off more than I can chew this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm regretting it. Yeah, you've been very busy. <laughs> yeah. So, but I'm the I'm the architect of my own destruction. So, all right, you ready for my last story? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so this is from Renee, who has the greatest. Uh, she must be into fibercraft because uh, her email uh, has the word Yarnia in it, like Narnia but yarn. Oh my god! <laughs> I love it. That's amazing. Is that terrible that I love that? I love it. All right. So uh, Renee says. Um, Hello from haunted Cape May County, New Jersey. Mm. I love the podcast and look forward to every new episode. Thank you, Renee. Uh, I can always count on you beautiful ladies to make me laugh right when I need it. All right, I'll get to the story of my ghostly encounter. This happened back in October of 2012 when Superstorm Sandy hit. Oh, yeah. That was a a very intense time for the East Coast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, My family, four humans and two dogs, evacuated to my aunt's house since it looked like Sandy was going to hit the Wildwoods, which is a barrier island off the southern coast of South Jersey. Shit, yeah. I mean, I did it, but, like, I can imagine being terrified. Yeah, super island off the coast. Exactly. Not any good. As the storm drew closer, we grew more and more worried about what could possibly be going on at home and what we would be going home to. But we were relieved when it adjusted its course ever so slightly. Mm, the worst okay. of the stor- storm narrowly missed the island, and we only had minor damage to our home. Wow. Thank God. Um, the day they gave the okay to return was when I first saw my clear, my first clear partial apparition. What? what? <laughs> I nearly shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how I would respond to. Yeah. Uh, my, my aunt's house is next to a church complete with its own cemetery, and I was in the guest room cleaning. After I ran the vacuum, I turned around, feeling as if somebody was in the doorway watching me. Hmm. Assuming it was my mom coming to ask for help, I turned to ask what was up, but no, it wasn't my mom. Oh, shit. <laughs> I saw the crystal clear image of a foot of a young woman in what I assume was a nightgown running from the doorway of the guest room into the bathroom. Mm. I froze for what felt like an eternity, but was really only about a second or two. When I was able to move, I checked the bathroom, but of course it was empty. Mm-hmm. I quickly ran out to my mom, who was in the living room with all three dogs, who were all freaking out. What oh, did I fucking say? the dogs. What did I fucking say? Oh, of course. Yeah. The pets. They always know. They always know. I Okay, so I'm going to sound like a fruitcake again, but you know how my dead cat visits me? Yeah. I've seen my current cat, who is alive, react to my dead cat. <gasps> like, what are you doing here, buddy? Oh, my God. Yeah. And Meatloaf does not like other cats. So yeah. he was not pleased, but poor he was sort of like, poor Meatloaf, nothing. <laughs> He's, listen, Meatloaf has never known a day of pain or discomfort. Poor Meatloaf having to suffer the presence of a spectral cat, a spectral rival. Well, he, I mean, Orion, Meatloaf's a great cat. Mm-hmm. Orion was the best cat. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, you're right. I guess kind of poor Meatloaf that he's sort of like my second place cat. Living in the shadow of your ghost cat. It must have been cold there in the shadow. We have to stop this. Okay. All right. All of the dogs were freaking out. By this time, the storm had passed, so I think they had sensed what I had seen. 
I slid to a stop in front of my mom, and she was like, Brene, what's wrong? Mm. Unable to form a complete sentence, I kept starting and stopping, trying to figure out how to not come off as batshit crazy. Mm -hmm. Finally, I was like, fuck it, and asked if she or one of the dogs had gone into the bedroom, my aunt and uncle's, which is next to the guest room or the bathroom. She said no. All four of them had been in the living room playing. I took a moment to process this and told her what I saw. She didn't believe me, but she came with me to check. All the rooms were empty. Mm. My mom is a Christian who doesn't really believe in ghosts. Mm -hmm. She believes that when we see or sense someone, it's either someone we love coming down to offer comfort in stressful times, or it's a demon coming to mess with you. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) what other options are there? Right. I mean, there's a lot, but I'm just saying. I'm like 99% sure it wasn't any of my deceased loved ones. I didn't recognize this woman's energy, but I didn't sense anger or anything else either. Hmm. Once I calmed down, I figured she must have been from the cemetery next door and was maybe curious about me or what I was doing. I don't know how old that cemetery is. Could she have seen, never have seen a vacuum cleaner before? <laughs> Maybe she's like a cat. She's like, or a what dog. Fuck is this? Like what? <laughs> ah. <laughs> uh, I went back in after a break and told her that I was sorry if I'd scared her. I told her that I was just cleaning and I would be out again in a little bit. Once I finished cleaning, I grabbed my bags and went out into the living room to wait until the time came to go home. My mom kept asking me what I saw, so I drew it as best as I could. Part of me feels like my mom thinks I might be a little crazy. (laughs) What? A mother think that of a child? Quite. Anyway, sorry this is so long. I'll end it here. I do have other stories. Some aren't as interesting as this one, but I'll sort through them and send in more as soon as possible. I'll let you know if I see the woman again when next I visit my family. Stay spooky. Heart Renee. Hmm. P.S. I've included a picture of the drawing. Not my greatest. If there are issues, let me know. There are no issues, darling. Uh, we'll post this on our Facebook group as well as on our page so that everybody can enjoy. Um, actually, the the drawing skills are quite good. Yeah. I, well, I think. Here. Yeah. Right? Like I, I can do. Significantly better than I can do. So, fabulous. Uh, Renee, thank you for sharing that with us. That yeah. was really fantastic. Well, Jeff, it is a Sunday night. Mm-hmm. 8.34. I have one hour before bedtime. You yeah. want to fill that hour with Outlander? Let's do this. Listen, I need I need the tonic that is <laughs> Jamie Fraser. <laughs> yes, <sighs> I I concur. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friends, thank you all so much for trusting us with your stories and mm-hmm. uh, enjoying. Uh, we certainly enjoy hearing from you. Please keep writing to us. Um, yeah, and. I guess you know where to. I mean, oh, you know. uh, we have patrons that we need to thank. Oh, we do, we do. My we goodness, we do, we do. Uh, so thank you all who have uh, gone to Patreon.com/slash This Podcast Is Haunted and clicked that button to give us some money. Uh, that is very generous of you. Thank you. You do not have to pay for this free podcast that we will continue to make. Absolutely, but we really super do appreciate. If you do, and... I'm buying new audio tiles, guys. It's very exciting. Yes. I don't care if that's a stupid thing to be excited about. I'm excited. Listen, we're nerds and deal with it. Um, so, yeah, if you are interested uh, in getting in on the action, uh, that's patreon.com slash this podcast is on. But if you can't ever get in on that, that's okay. Please don't feel guilty. Yeah. Yeah. We're still here for you. Yeah. Uh, so, but we do have some patrons to thank. So without further ado... Uh, thank you to Russell Arlt. Yes. Russell! Uh, And thank you to uh, Teresa. Uh, Bethany Mills. Hey! 
Hey, Longtime friend on the internet. Um, Amelia Petrosky, thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you to Bat002 or 002. Bat Which do you think it is? 002. I'm going with that. I bet you they probably graduated high school in 2002. Maybe. Or maybe there's a different classification of could be British super of, spy. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you to Caitlin Obart. Uh, oh, thank you. Yes. Yeah. Thank you to Ellen Desmond and Lauren Nicodemus. We love you guys. We love you guys so much. Uh, thank you to Kat Bodie. Oh, hi, Kat. And finally, thank you to Sheila Diller. Thank you. Thank you so much, everybody. Yeah, thank you all. Uh, it really means a lot that you guys choose to give us money, and we hope to make it worth it. And uh, we will stick around for a long time. And thank yeah, you. Definitely. Uh, thank you to everybody else as well. If you ever get a chance to drop us a review, um, feel free. Uh, mm-hmm. We we certainly value those as well. Um and you can find us on all of the social media platforms. All of them. We are on Twitter at haunted underscore pod. We are on Instagram and Facebook as this podcast is haunted. Our Facebook group is this podcast is haunted discussion group. Home of the nicest people the on the nicest internet. nicest people on the internet. And if you have a story that you would like us to read, uh, you can email it to thispodcastishaunted at gmail.com. And just hope that we're too busy to do research and we'll get to more stories than we would have normally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so until next time. Until next time. Oh, right, me. Sorry. Uh, stay spooky, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs>